Hey, 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 what is going on, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Thrive Forever Fit Show. I'm your host, Jay Nixon. And today I'm going to talk to you a little bit about struggles. So what I want you to get out of this episode is that your struggles do not define or dictate your success. I'm going to tell you a personal story today about a struggle that I went through as a very young human that my mom just brought back to my attention recently. Um, we were just having a conversation. I'm going to dive right in. Can I dive right in? Can I dive right into just what I want to talk about? Because here's the deal. I am in the middle of my first 24, possibly 36-hour fast. I'm like 23 hours in. I might be a little loopy. I don't even know what's going to happen with this podcast, so bear with me. and Just know that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with a dude who's on his first fast and he's a little bit out of it. So let's dig in. So I'm talking to my mom and this conversation comes up and something we start rapping about like when I was in elementary school. And I said something about um, my second grade teacher, Miss Moore, being my favorite teacher of all time. And I don't even know why we got on this conversation. And she's like, Miss Moore, she's like, I was so upset with her. And I'm like, what? Shut your mouth. She was my favorite. Like of all the teachers I've ever had, and if you're listening to this teachers, I loved y'all, but Miss Moore, there was just something special about her. And my mom told me what it was. I happened to be Miss Moore's favorite. And so evidently in the second grade, I got to do whatever I wanted to do. Like if I didn't want to do this, Miss Moore would be like, cool, Jay, you don't have to. So evidently I got a little bit of favoritism from Miss Moore. But what happened is this didn't turn out to be a benefit to me. And I'm like, why on earth would you ever be mad at Miss Moore? She was a beautiful lady. She's like, yeah, she was awesome, but she didn't make you do anything. And when you got into the third grade, you couldn't read. And I was like, what? Homie couldn't read in the third grade? And then so I go on the internet because I'm like, well, maybe most people don't read in the third grade. I don't, I don't have kids. I don't know when kids are supposed to read. So I go on the internet and it says most kids can read by six or seven, some by four or five. I was nine years old. This is the situation. And I'm like, what do you mean I couldn't read? She's like, you were in the back of the class. And back then they used to call it like the remedial section. So I had to sit at the back of the class when I started the third grade because I couldn't read at even remotely an adequate level to be in the discussion with the other kids. This is, I'm a high achiever, guys. Like I am someone who wants to be the best at everything I do. This floored me. I'm like, I cannot believe this. And so, but it got me thinking, like, that struggle, third grader, can't read, should not define me. Like, I didn't, there's, there's so many things that I've achieved. And let me, I'm going to dig into this a little bit deeper. It made total sense. I started thinking back to, like, when I was in, like, the fourth grade, fifth grade, sixth grade, even up into my high school years, I was terrified to read out loud. You remember when the teacher used to make you like, okay, you read paragraph one, you read paragraph two, you read paragraph three. So what I would do is I would count the number of kids to where I was sitting and I would hope that I got the paragraph that I was supposed to read correct and that I didn't miscount or anything like that. And I would read that paragraph over and over and over. So the other kids are reading out loud. I'm not even paying attention because I am so terrified that I'm going to have to read out loud that I read my paragraph probably 10, 15, 20 times before it got to me so that I could memorize it so that I wasn't so nervous to read it out loud. This happened, this still affects me as an adult. Like, thank God for audiobooks. So, what I do is like, I love to read, like, I love to ingest knowledge. I mean, I've written a book for God's sakes, and I'm going to get into that for a second, a second. 
But what I do now, it takes me, if I just read a book, it takes me probably five to 10 times longer than the average person. Lori can read a book in the time it takes me to read a couple of chapters. So because when I'm reading, I notice that I don't ingest the information as quickly. But if I hear it, I'm so sharp on it. I can hear something once and remember it forever. I can actually listen to audiobooks on two times the normal speed and remember everything from the book. So what I, what it taught me is that I'm an audible learner. I learn better audibly than I do actually like reading. So if I'm going to read a book, I get the actual print copy of the book because I like to go through it and reference and and spend time on chapters and sections and things like that 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 um, I find value in. But I listen to the audio at the same time, and then I go back to the hard copy and I reference and do things like that. That's how I actually read the books that I read. And so what I learned is that when going into the third grade, like this struggle that I had, thank God I didn't let it define me. I didn't let that be the defining factor of me considering myself to be remedial or not as smart as other kids or anything like that. I'm going to be honest with you. I was a fairly intelligent kid. I remember getting awards like in biology and things like that. In college, I was actually an academic All-American. Like that's a fairly big deal. Like not many athletes become academic All-Americans, not not All-American like for my football skills, but academic All-American for my work in the classroom. So what this what this deficiency did, what this struggle did for me is it made me work so much harder. Like I did not want to be in the back of the room. And my mom said, once I figured out that I was different, I wasn't at the front of the room where I wanted to be, I dug in and like forced myself to learn how to read at an accelerated rate so that by the end of the school year, I was back in with the grade level of reading that I was supposed to be at. But this struggle, guys, could have easily taken me in a different direction. I could have sat at the back of the room and said, this is where I belong. This is where I'm supposed to be. And so the moral I want you guys to get out of this is don't let your struggles define you. Like there's always another way. So what I figured out as an adult is that I'm an audible learner. I can learn really, really quickly and really in depth from an audible perspective, way faster than I can from reading. I don't even like to read out loud as an adult now. Like if we're in, if, if we had a book club, whatever it is, and you're like, hey, Jay, read chapter, you know, whatever, start from the beginning, I would be nervous. I'd probably start sweating. I would rather get on stage in front of 5,000 people than I would read a paragraph out of a book in front of one person. And this is probably stems from that subconscious feeling I had from being in the third grade. Crazy. So I just started thinking about this and I'm like, I need to rap about this a little bit because so many of us have a struggle with one area of our life. We perceive ourselves to not be good at something and we let that dictate our future. We say, well, we're not smart or we're not smarter than this person or we're not as smart as this person. So we can't do that. Guys, I've written a book. I'm in the process of writing my second book. This is a dude who couldn't read in the third grade. If I'm capable of doing that, you are capable of overcoming any of the struggles that you have in your life. Your struggles do not define you. Make sense? So what I want you to do is I want you to assess something that you feel like has held you back. And I want you to find another way around it. All that was for me and all it is still for me is an obstacle. It's a little bit of adversity. I don't retain knowledge as well 
from the reading form as I do from the audible form. So what do I do? I make sure that I get the audible version of something and then I double down with the reading version to try to make myself better at it. And if I don't have the audible available, then you know what? It might take me five times longer, 10 times longer to read a book than it does you. And that's 100% okay. 100% okay. Because it's not about the number of books you read. It's about the lessons that you learn from those books and you apply to your life. And so what I'd like you to get from this really short podcast about a dude who couldn't read in the third grade, who's now written a book, getting ready to, I mean, in the middle of writing his second book, you can do anything you want to do, guys. There's no struggle that you've ever been through that is enough to prevent you from getting to where you want to be in life. So next time you think that because you're not good at something that you can't be, you can't get to the next level in it, I want you to remember third grade Jay Nixon and the fact that he couldn't read and the fact that he didn't let that deter him or stop him from all of the success that he wanted to achieve in his life. So we've all got something like we've all got that little thing that digs at us because we wish we were better at it. All this taught me, guys, when I started thinking back on it, is that there's a way there's a way through, around, over everything, every struggle that you're going through, been through, whatever. Don't let it dictate your success. Don't let it dictate your future. If I can do it, you can do it. If Jay Nixon can write a book, I, I was talking to somebody yesterday and I'm like, I can't spell I don't, you know what I mean? Like, I don't spell very well. I don't know punctuation. I don't know grammar. You can do anything you want to do, guys. If you're willing to put in the effort and you're willing to put in the work, anything and everything you have a desire to do is possible. I don't care if you struggle or not. Don't let that struggle be your defining moment. Find a way over it, around it, through it. And like I said, if I'm capable of doing it, you are 100% capable of doing it. Deal? Short, sweet, just had to get it out of my head. I thought there might be some value in that for somebody. Guys, if you love the podcast, if you love the Thrive Forever Fit show, if I said anything that resonates with you, do me a solid. Go to iTunes, give me a a review. Let me know what you think. It helps me provide you with better quality um, information. It helps me know what you like, what you don't like, what directions you want to go in. And it just lets me know that you're listening. And that means the world to me. So any of you guys that have done that, massive gratitude for you. Unbelievably thankful. And if you'd like to hear anything on the show, post something on my comments on my Facebook page, my Instagram page. I'll dive into anything and everything you want. I've got a smoking podcast coming up in the very near future with a good buddy of mine that is going to blow your mind. So make sure you are checking in, make sure you're subscribed so you get the notifications. Until we talk again next time, guys, have a beautiful, fantastic, wonderful day. Love you, and we'll talk to you soon. All right, bye.